Follow What Was The Score podcast on Twitter at WWTS underscore podcast and follow us on YouTube too at the same name, What Was The Score podcast, the sports history podcast. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Good morning, good afternoon, and Jim Dobley, and welcome back to What Was The Score, the sports history podcast. Got one that's a little bit of a different speed for you today. As many of you know, I initially got big on TikTok um, and British basketball TikTok, and I often get loads of questions about it. So I thought using a new Q&A function, I'll let you ask me questions, and then I'll answer them here. So without further ado, let's just get straight into it. And underscore EO underscore 24 asks, is the EABL and the ABL the only way to go pro from England? Now, that, that's a really good question, so thank you. Um, and for those who aren't aware, uh, EABL and ABL is Elite Academy Basketball League and Academy Basketball League. And a simple answer is kind of yes. I mean, you, you have to think about the level that England is. So if you're not playing ABL by the age you're 18, you really have to think, okay, what quality of player are you? Now, of course, you can you know, explode onto the scene, but you, you have to think realistically. If you're not playing EABL or ABL or National League by the time you're that age, yeah, you know, you really have to start thinking about your professional perspectives. Um, of course, you might turn up to uni, you might hit a massive growth spurt, you might have just plateaued and all of a sudden, bam, you shoot up and you're an incredible player. But I would say that, you know, EABL, ABL, and I would add NBL into that. I would say they are the only way to go pro from England. Um, or, of course, if you moved to America and went to American high school, I guess. Um, I'm pretty sure Justin Robinson did that. Um, but, yeah, to answer your question more directly, pretty much, yes, the EABL and EABL is the only way to go pro from England. Andre Wellington, 14. Oh, that's a really nice one. What is my favourite NBA team of all time? Now, my my favourite team is the Pacers. Um, so, but you, of course you ask, <laughs> of all time. So, hmm. It'd be rude not to go for a Pacers team. Um, I liked the 2012 team. The team that gave the, or I don't know, 2013 team, the team that gave the heater run, um, had some really nice pieces on that team. You obviously had PG leading the line. Um, this was kind of his coming out party, it was that year. Um, who else do you have? You had uh, Roy Hibbert. Now, it's it's so unfortunate um, with Roy Hibbert uh, because as the league moved out, um, he. he kind of lost his job overnight because he couldn't he couldn't guard on the perimeter and that's you know that's such a shame of course you have granny danger at... yeah <laughs> you have danny granger <laughs> who was in my opinion paul george before paul george uh <laughs> george hill uh who else is it you got lance make him dance stevenson yeah it was just a really fun team you know lance is probably my favorite player of all time um, to go on top of that. So, yeah, I'd say the 2013 Pacers, you know, the ones that um, lost in seven 
to the Heat in 2013. If you want something more historic, um, I would have to go with, sounds cliche to say, 2004 Pacers, maybe 2005, you know, Stack, Run Our Test, J.O., Reggie's last year. Of course, we know what happened with the Malice in the Palace, but yeah, good question. Thank you. Um, Slice17, he asks, or she rather, or they, what do you think is the best way to get involved in a local team? Okay, so you go get a short answer, you go get a long answer. Short answer, Google what teams are near you, email them, find out. Really is that simple. There's no magic trick. It's not a case of play down your local park and a scout will walk by. Okay, long answer. So let's say, for instance, we'll choose the example of Cambridge, okay? Say you want to get involved in a Cambridgeshire team. Say you're, I don't know, 14. Google Cambridgeshire Basketball Leagues. You will find uh, Cambridge Cats, Camborne Raptors. You will find uh, Berry Bulldogs. You will find uh, Milden Hall. I can't remember that thing. Anyway, you'll find all these teams. And go onto their website, go onto their Facebook, and this is applicable for everywhere. Um, and just find when they train. Of course, it's you know exceptional circumstances at the moment. Email them. That's what I did. I, I played for two teams up in Cambridge. I played for Anglia and I played for Campbell and Raptors. And I literally just Googled teams in Cambridge basketball league. Um, found Campbell because that was kind of the closest one with, uh, to, for me to get to. Um, I emailed them. Said, "You look." Can I come run with yous? And they were like, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, another way to do that is to go through Basketball England's website. They have a club finder. Um, the FA has this for football too, if you're that way inclined. They also have a court finder for Basketball England. Um, yeah, go on it. Just find a club near you. Put in your postcode, it tells you. Of course, you know, if you're in Guernsey or Jersey, um, Bad news for you. <laughs> but, you know, and, and of course, actually, Chelsea, now that we've lost lines. But even then, there's bad at Eagles and stuff like that. So, yeah, honestly, just do a little bit of research. Now, of course, I presume you asked that question because you've done research and you can't find it. Um, but, you know, and now that I read it again, you might mean the question, you know, best way to get involved in a local team. Uh, well, I'll go over some other methods of involvement. If you want to volunteer, if you want to do tabling, any team will accept volunteers. If you said, you know, I'm wanting to get involved with basketball, can I table official for you? They'll let you do that, more often than not, unless they've got like an established rota or whatever. Um, if you're thinking about quality level, again, just go and run with them. Many teams have kind of their actual training training. And then they have a, a more casual run, open run, which is more of a kind of fundraisery thing. Just, just go out and ask. So yeah, thank you for that question. Um, C Fricker 4 really good question. This one. Thoughts on Birmingham 2022 Commonwealth Games basketball three v three format? I think it's a bit weird, and I don't understand why they didn't say five v five. Um, good question. Good question. Um, I agree with you. I think. To an extent, we'd all prefer to see fives. Um, but think about it this way for a second. I know the United States aren't taking part, but 
the United States never puts their best five out there or best, you know, 10 on a roster because the players drop out. And of course, three on three basketball is very, very different from five on five. Um, I, I played both and yeah, it's, it's worlds apart, worlds apart. Um, I think I, I like the idea of it. I like, I, I'm going to enjoy watching it. I really am. Um, yeah. It, it, okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's cut to the chase. It is a bit weird. Uh, to an extent, I'd I'd prefer to see fives. However, I think many it will be a higher level of competition because there's the element of the unknown. Not a lot of people know about three by three basketball. Um, plus, I think it will just be a bit more competitive. You know, it's I'm I'm th- I think you'll like it. I really do think you'll like it. You know, um, because let's be honest, we weren't going to see the best in the world anyway. We might as well see. You know this kind of other side of basketball is it yeah i played in a tournament a couple of years ago and it was it was very fun to an extent i preferred it to fives i really did um yeah you know don't write it off it's, it's a good question I'm, yeah that's that's my opinion on it uh henry that's how it's spelled one two three four what should i do in a gap year to help me for uni basketball specifically men's team um so the really simple answer is work work um and okay so if you can get a job (laughs) obviously do that because of course you don't want to have to get a job and take loads of hours at uni if you don't have to because that might interject with training time okay to just work like that's that's a really short answer is get down the court get into shape moreover certain nba pros kind of have the luxury of you know they use the season to play themselves into shape of course if you're trying to impress we don't have that privilege you have to turn up and you have to be ready to impress straight away yeah that that makes sense doesn't it so my my um my advice to you is um get really fit (laughs) simply i i've seen it playing for, for university level so many players have a place on a roster just because they can run and they can run and they can run. Yeah. And that's, that's not me discrediting any player, right? Because it's extremely valuable. It's something we can all do. Not everyone can be a great shooter. Not everyone could be, you know, have a tight handle, but everyone can try hard. You know, you look at Tony Allen, you look at Patrick Beverly. These are players that don't have particularly the best technical ability in the league but Christ did they try hard you know and that kind of got them their, their, their roster spots so get into shape work on the basics really you know just you, you, your coach will you know let, let's say you, you know you, you get to that level your coach will have plans for you and he'll want you to play a specific way or she or they will want you to play a specific way so um yeah there's no point going oh you know my hezzy drop crossover mid-range pull-ups insane coach draw me plays for that no get your basics get your fundamentals a-okay and they'll tell you what they want you to do okay before i move on to the next question uh i am going to take a quick break for an ad hi i'm lauren I'm John. And we host the Beard Owl Podcast. 
the podcast where we talk about two of the greatest things in the world, beer and Weird Al. And a bunch of other stuff. That's right. Do you like nostalgia? Do you like sibling banter? Do you like beer? Do you like Weird Al? Are you human? If you answered yes to any of those questions, give us a listen. Become one of our loyal commenters. Okay, I'm back. Yeah, go check them out over at Beard Owl Podcast. Good stuff they're doing over there. Okay, so I think it's Hugh Clark, six, specifically the six. He asks, and it's, it's a deep one, so I might get into it with this. Do you think there will be ever be any change with regards to basketball in the UK? That's a big question. It's a really big question. Now, what do we mean by change? What do we mean by change? Do we mean change in perceptions do we mean changing funding provision or overall outcome you know the the, the ability of, of, of our players and it's a hard one it's a hard one because at the end of the day Luol Deng has uh, changed the game for the UK so it, to an extent it only takes one player to really make it you know what I mean it, let's say for instance Jeremy Soshan he does some great things for Poland yeah he used to, yeah, we're still kind of trying to climb it with fingers, so maybe that's not the best example. Okay, obvious one, Cam Hildreth, yeah. All the talks on him, there's a couple of questions coming up about him. Let's say, for instance, Cam Hildreth makes it to the league, the league, right? He's going to change the, the the face of British basketball. Because at the moment, it's still kind of Luol Deng. You know, you still want to get invited to Deng Camp. You still care who's rated one Deng Camp. So I think... To that extent, yes, it, it can change easily. You know, of course, we are starting to see some change in our um, outcome. I be, and please uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe our women are rated 18th in the world, and the men are 41st. Which, when when you think about it, isn't isn't atrocious? Because a lot of you know teams above us are one man bands without being disrespectful. Um, so, yeah, I, I think to that extent, it, it can change, and we are kind of seeing change. You know, I, I think I, I said it on a on a show I did for someone else about a week ago. British Boss was in, in not a bad position compared to where it could be and where it has been. We're not in an awful position. We've got the Sky deal. We've got some good young guys coming up. So, yeah, I, I think it could change. Now, of course, for it, it to change people would have to take it on board you know i think so much is is the the culture in with, with regards to um british sports that w- people want to see what the sport can do for the country and, and for them is it something that they can be proud of something they can get behind right not what they can do for the sport not like uh, in general you know and um I think that's that's a rule of thumb. So if we can, and of course the government definitely think about it that way because why would they funnel money into something that isn't getting money back? Yeah, that, that, that's, not, that's not a hard concept to wrap your head around. Why would the government fund basketball if we're playing crap? <laughs> it makes sense, doesn't it? So to that extent, you know, again, we're starting to possibly see change. Yeah, I do think there'll be change. Um, yeah, uh... I, I, I do, I am optimistic. I do think we can see change coming. Um, 
It's a good question, though, because, of course, say Cam Hildreth falls on its face, you know, uh, say he, he doesn't really live up to what how we're trying to sell him, uh, things would be difficult. Um, however, the way that social media has been developing for British basketball recently, that's been, that's been really, really good. Um, I, I've liked that. Um, of course, it's made it seem like more of a consumable sport. It's kind of been a bit gatekept before, you know, and I'm just as guilty as that. Um, so, yeah, making it more accessible, that's really good. Um, Tony Mason used to teach at University of Warwick. He wrote a, a you know, truly pioneering work called... Um, oh, Christ. <laughs> it was that... Uh, Association Football in English Society, um, 1863, which is the foundation of the FA to 1915. And uh, within that, his main point is that British sports and British sports society and culture is based around two things. Sport is either about class expression or class control so of course you know you express yourselves by playing sport but the government also use sport to can control you and without this going into a big you know marxist pod um i think there's something to be read into that about where basketball is at the moment not enough people play it by by mason's analysis and by you know marxist theory and gramsci theory um not enough people play it to kind of justify the class control element but you know i'm starting to digress a little bit i think it can change and i i do think it is changing so thank you for that question i love lancy foo lancy if you're out there um how did players oh <laughs> funny enough, how did players like cam hildreth jeremy sashan sultan adewale make it to american colleges um Again, there can be a really short answer to this, which I'm sure you know the answer to, but I'll try and give you a longer one. The short answer is they're just really good. They're really good. You know, how, how, okay, how do you get good? How do you get seen? Right, that's a better question. Um, so Ben Allison played for Davidson with Steph Curry. He's written a really good book on this called Reaching the Rim. Now, yes, it was released in 20, about 10 years ago. So it's not particularly relevant anymore because he still says how... He had to burn his tape onto CDs and then physically mail it. But a lot of the the stuff is, you know, still somewhat relevant. Um, Get good, get seen. And often the two come hand in hand, you know. Uh, How do you you get good? Well, Cam Hildreth's dad used to play. So, of course, he's, you know, comes from good stock. Um, Yeah, I... Without doing a full breakdown of the British system, I can't offer you a thicker answer than get good, get seen, garner hype, garner publicity. Think about Julian Newman, right? Julian Newman, by all accounts, is not a collegiate level basketball player. However, he's cultivated his uh, following and you know what I'm saying? You have to get yourself out there. You know, if you're playing really well in your local school league, right, you're playing playing entirely fine. So you're playing ABL, playing entirely fine. EABL, entirely fine. If no one's coming to watch you, if you or if you're not putting yourself out there to be watched, how are you going to get there? You know, let, let's say, for instance, you play for... What, what's the odds that bloody Mike Krzyzewski is going to turn up to a Cambridge Cats NBL D4 game? You know, <laughs> it just ain't gonna happen, is it? Um, is it Mildenhall War- Mildenhall Pirates? I remember that now. <laughs> so you've got to put yourself out there, you know. And they just, 
you know, have a highlight play, it went out there, you know, everyone saw that Dirk Williams dunk a couple of years ago, and that's a good example of it. So, yeah, that that's, you know, my answer to that question. Get good, get out there, publicise yourself, sell yourself as a as um, an investment worth making as a coach. Um, are you a basketball player yourself? If so, what team do you play for? Yes, Anglia Ruskin. Um, the Montfort next year, because I'm going to do my Masters in Sports, History and Culture. DM you, please accept. Um, well, I've already got a conditional offer, so unless I completely capitulate and fail my degree, which, you know, <laughs> shouldn't happen. I hope it don't happen. Um, or unless I get involved in a massive scandal. Uh, again, <laughs> I hope it don't happen. Um, yeah, I should be going there to play for De Montfort. Um, I presume a follow-up question would be, what kind of position do you play? And I get this question a lot. In fact, I'll go on to a little... Um, a little dichotomy, a little dichotomy, a little tangent of a story. Whenever I play at the park, and obviously park level in Chelsea and in England isn't great, I always get the same questions. Where do you play? Do you play? Yeah. And where do you play? Anglia. Is that good? I mean, it's just pretty good. It's better than here. Um, okay. What position do you play? Well, I'm kind of like a forward, like a Draymondy type. Oh, I would have thought you was a point guard, the rate you used handling the ball. Well, yeah. Like, I, I don't want to be mean and say well I just trust myself to take the shot more than someone that doesn't play but you know what I'm saying no I, I kind of play as like a, an energetic Draymondy uh, type minus the world class defending and playmaking minus all the ability athleticism height minus the incredible basketball I just go out there and run I'm a bit of a nitty really I'm a, I'm a bit of a crackhead um, yeah that's <laughs> a bit of a sideline uh, yeah um Next question from Shift Taylor Official. Um, I'm glad it's the official Shift Taylor. Favourite thing about basketball in the UK? Um, I like the fact I'm the best at the court wherever I go because uh, people are rubbish. Okay, that's only half the truth. Favourite thing about basketball in the UK? I like how everyone knows everyone, everyone supports everyone. And you've been I've been seeing it with the social media recently you know i've been getting nothing but love from you know i'm gonna miss the name so I do apologize it hoops bbl fix uh, all things giant james piper did a bloody incredible um mock-up of a jersey for this podcast go check my twitter go check his twitter um how else i said uh the the the, the guys who have gone sbb that are going around reviewing courts uh, they call me a legend <laughs> of British basketball TikTok. Um, who else has been on there? Uh, Marcel BBL Lab. Shout out to Marcel. Um, you know, Mike Tuck, Selena Conroy. All great people. Uh, Paul Nicholson. You know, I'm trying not to forget anyone now. If you forget, if I've forgotten you, if you think I've forgotten you, just tweet me and, you know, I'll profusely apologise. So I like the way that we all we all like one another. And all know one another and all like one another. Well, I hope they like me. Um yeah, that, that's my favourite thing. How inclusive it is. Right, now this is the kind of question that I get often. And I apologise if the answer sounds, you know, a bit arsehole but here we go. Dynamite Dan 2 If you have a... Uh, is this the question I was thinking of? Oh, yeah, I'll go with it. If you have a 6'8 wingspan, how easy or difficult should it be to make a university team with a bit of practice? Depends. Um, so I'll answer the question that I normally get first and then I'll answer yours Dan um, I always get the question kind of questions oh I'm 6 3 14 point guard what do I do to get better everything everything one okay yes I'm a coach but I'm not 
you know, I'm not Tyler Ralph, I'm not Lethal Shooter. Um, I can't fix your game. There's not one, despite what, you know, people on YouTube would say, there's not, do this one drill and become a 10 times better ball. It's not like that, just practice, 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 practice. If you say, okay, but what one thing should I get better at? Everything. Think of the level that we're playing at. You know, even at the very top levels, you would think, you know, an entirely fine NBA player, Justin Anderson. If you said uh, slow mo, one of my favourite players, what does Justin Anderson have to get better at? Everything, right? He's playing at the top, top level to become a better player. He just needs to get better at everything. Get better at everything. You know, I can't. I've not seen you play. I don't know how your body is going to develop. Practice everything. If you want to know cool drills or, or fun drills, I can answer that question. Yeah, but I'm not going to tell you to go on training regime without having to see me play. I'm not going to try and tell you to play a specific way if you don't want to play like that. Anyway, more on to Dan's question. If you have a 6'8 wingspan, you know, that's significant. That's decent. With a little bit of practice, how easy would it be able to make a university team? Um, lots of factors there. One, depends how good the university team is. Two, depends how good you are. Three, depends your body type. Four, depends how much practice is. A bit of practice. Um, yeah, you know, I feel like you know the answer to that, you know. I've played against some really good teams, really bad teams. Um, keep practicing because a lot of a lot of teams have multi levels. Um, they have lots of different teams. So, and you you know, as I say, we can always get better. Um, keep practicing because there's always someone better than you. You're always trying to climb that ladder. Um, I don't know to be honest, but yeah, that's that's his name. But it does yeah sounds like something I say often. Um, what is your favourite or signature move in basketball? Uh, elbow to the chest. And it's only half a joke. Um, any of my boys listening would, would have felt that. <laughs> you felt the elbow. John Manson, Abdatore, Gwenta by Jake Naylor. You've all felt this uh, elbow. Um, it it, it kind of comes from the fact that uh, I'll, I'll pick it up and, you know, and I'll kind of like... I pick up my dribble and I'll go through long strides and you'll just catch an elbow. I like the rondo fake, the behind the fake behind the back pass. Um, I like a swivel step, TJ McConnell. Um, my signature move is throw the ball away and get subbed off though. Yeah. Persian Prince. Uh, shout out Persia Simeon. Uh, how can you get scouted to a BBL team? Um, so I kind of covered this previously, you know. Um, yeah, so just get good, get out there. With a BBL team, it's a little bit easier. Obviously, if you're playing um, for, I don't know, Lothra, it's kind of easier to get spotted by Leicester. You know, Jonas Dietrich, perfect example. If you're playing for Charnwood, easy. You, you know what I'm saying? We've kind of been over it, but of course, with the BBL, uh, we, we have a more direct feeder system. So, you know, play for a team like that. Um, running through to the last few now. John Boy, John Boy, what a name. Do you think the skill gap between the US and the UK would be less if we had the same facilities and funding as US basketball? Um, yes. No, uh, I don't see how the answer could be no. The the only... Okay, the only way... I, I have thought about this, actually, and I've sent extensive voice notes about this one because I've, I've really been trying to get to the bottom of it. Yes, of course, you know. You fund something, it will naturally grow simple however i've tried to come up with an answer for no and here's my answer for no 
So there's this theory called differential diffusion in which a sport will grow autonomously. And the reason basketball hasn't grown is because it's not meant to grow. Maybe it's not that good of a sport. Maybe we're wasting our time. I don't think so, but maybe. Um, In the eyes of the government, maybe we are. So differential diffusion says that, you know, if it will grow, it will grow. It's kind of like free market economics. If, you know, let's say fair economics, you know, the market will regulate itself. Um, So to that extent, no, it won't grow. If it was going to grow, it would have grown. Moreover, here's something that's not realistic. I'm not... Economist or whatever, um, that his something that could happen. Fund basketball falls flat. We just don't get the players come through. As we said, players are integral to it. Then we obviously cutting funding from other places, which brings the quality of that sport down, which overall takes a big hit on the Sport England fund, which means that money then has to get taken out of basketball and we're back in this position. Yeah, worth thinking about. Thank you for that question. Um, it was it was a good one, um, but yeah. Uh, Christ, user four nine. Yeah, it's just a username. True or false? I like these ones. Basketball players in the UK are way more immature than basketball players in the US. He thinks it's true, but I'm asking for your take. Um, I'd like I'd like to hear other people's opinions on this. Um, right. So I'm going to answer with true or false, and then I'll go into why i think uh that is false okay so initially i think it's false because i'm biased (laughs) i'm not gonna say yeah we're all immature um but i've look i'll be honest i've never been a fan of the chanting of defense on the bench i've never been a a huge you know you know childy kind of like eccentric i've never been kind of like that like i do my talking on the court like if i'm on the bench i don't really like saying anything because i'm on the bench you know um and i think you see a lot of that you know in america i think it's immature when you take high school sports you know you you know the meme you know you've not known the highest of high school football but they do take it that serious and that's a bit immature to me so that's why my answer is no i mean i guess you could say true because, of course, well, you know, you can make become a million millionaire off of all of this. And, um, you know, us in the UK, well, not really, but we're putting that same sort of intensity in. I see where you're coming from, but, you know, yeah, I, I, I happen to disagree. But thank you for the question. That guy. How, should, how hard should I work to surpass everyone? D- do you need an answer? Um... So, if you remember the hit show Gladiators back in the day, there was a geezer that won it called Two Scoops. Because um, his mum always used to say when he was done with dinner, two more scoops. Two more scoops. He was an American. Two more scoops, darling. Yeah? Then you can get onto dessert. That's the kind of mentality you should have. You think you're done? Two more sets. Let's say you go to the basketball. You play for half an hour. Uh, you go to the basketball court just to get shots up. You play for half an hour. No, no. Do two more rounds of whatever and let's see how you feel and just keep that obviously look after your body look after your body don't run yourself into the ground right sleep and nutrition are just as important as work if not more right yeah yeah just two more scoops just how hard should (laughs) how hard should you work to surpass everyone harder than everyone else but only as hard as your body will let you 
because I don't want someone going to run himself into the ground and breaking something because they said some, you know, ginger 22-year-old sat in his mum and dad's house because he's home from uni on a podcast set to do it. Um, Christ, my life's tragic. Um, Cal BMC, what are your thoughts on the Scorchers new player? Cam Hildreth, kid as a bucket. You are correct. Jack C- <laughs> but, um Yeah, Cam Hildreth, great player. Uh, excited to see what happens with him. Uh, you know, been over it before. Uh, I hope you can, you know, accept what I've already said about him for that. And then the last question from Jax the Doberman. Do you love a good Doberman? What universities are linked with the BBL? Um, I knew I had to prepare an answer. <laughs> okay, so first of all, um, you've got uh University of East London, which is of course linked to the London Lions. Then you've got Loughborough, which is linked to the Leicester Riders. University of West Scotland, list linked to the Glasgow Rocks. You've got Plymouth Margin, which is linked to the why can't I remember the name of Plymouth Plymouth? Plymouth, there we go. Struggling. <laughs> um Newcastle is I can't remember if it's University of Newcastle or University of Northumbria but they've got one uh, Sheffield I'm not sure if they have one uh, Cheshire, I'm pretty sure it's just Cheshire University of Cheshire Surrey, uh, I'm pretty sure it's University of Surrey I believe, University of West London not sure um, Worcester, University of Worcester Bristol, University of Bristol Manchester, I'm not sure but yeah, there you go there you go now, I want to say a tremendous thank you for everyone to not only for listening but for submitting your questions too. I really enjoyed doing this. If you'd like me to see me cover stuff on another sport, I can do that. But for now, I want to say thank you for listening and have a nice.